Hello and welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode 162, Sonic Music, featuring beer breweries Lil Wiz and Evil Twin Brewing's B is for Blueberry, with your host Dustin, Seth, and a special guest, Allison. Hi everybody. Uh, we're, we have confirmed this is 162, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like, pale and... He said the Legion one was 161. Right, yeah. If that ever finishes. I thought they did it, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see! <laughs> you guys are probably listening to this like, Duh, you idiots, it's out already. We've already done it. We listened to it. Uh, but yeah, so this is the Sonic the Hedgehog episode. We have a movie coming up. Um, it, by the time we release this, it will have a couple days before release or a couple days after release. Yeah. Really sure, depending <laughs> It'll be close. How it goes. Comes out Valentine's Day. I don't know when this episode comes out. Probably well, Valentine's next Day week. Is... So the, the 9th. So yeah. Probably come out the 9th of February. So you're listening to this, you're like, of course, it's all on the 9th. Duh. <laughs> Life's hard on the other side of the microphone, okay? (laughs) You have to do time travel and think about the future. Yeah, it's difficult. It's like, oh, that tweet aged so well. Or nah. Or nah. (laughs) Just like us waiting for Sonic the Hedgehog movie has aged so well. We're all like, oh god, how awful can it be? Put his teeth back the way they used to be. (laughs) Or don't. I don't know. We're going to browbeat... The entire production because they did it bad and we're going to make them slave over remaking for no extra money and no hours. And nope, still people aren't going to see it. No. The people that complained are still not going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, Probably not. They're like, oh, it's ugly. I don't want to watch it now. All right, we'll fix it. I still don't want to watch it (laughs) because it doesn't look that great. (laughs) Right. Content. Not there. All right. So we're going to start off with a beer. Of course, that's how we have Do been now. doing things now. Yeah, so the first beer is Beer Breweries uh, Lil Wiz. Uh, beer Breweries in Indianapolis. There's a couple locations on 68th Street, 65th Street. And then there's one in Carmel as well. We've had them on before, uh, a lot of their beers. Uh, we've had at least the Marzen and the track beer. Me and Allison had the track beer on one of our... Uh, Explorer episodes. I think we had... Wiesengut? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe not. A couple of them. It's hard I don't to remember. Know. We drink there, you know, just on the regular anyway. So right. it's like, do we have this on the show yet? Right. Like, know. some of them are a lot easier for us to look up on Untap and be like, yep, we have these Yeah, checked. all the same. Because we have them on the show and we don't go to the brewery. But for beer, we go to all quite often. Right. All right. So this beer that we have right here, the Lil Wiz... I like to say it like that because that's how it's spelled. It is a triple dry hopped American pale ale. This is the session version of the Wizard Tears IPA. Uh, I do like the Wizard Tears. It's pretty good. So we have Simcoe, Citra, Eureka hops are just a few of the hop varieties that make up the layer of the flavor 
that provide a unique depth to this beer. Ah, uh, they spelled it that way as well. Ha ha ha. That's that's the German spelling. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Name of the brewery. That's how they're gonna spell their beers. Cool. A slight fruity upfront flavor with a mild malt sweetness. A clean, clear, and traditional style American pale ale. So we have five point six percent ABV, and we have forty five IBUs. Uh, which is on our geek reference, the John Wayne tribute, which is the 44 pistol or whatever he used. But also, also another reference, I saw this and I was like, oh, I have to put it in here now. Uh, is the, the movie opening weekend projections from the box office is also 45 <laughs> million. Sonic? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so oh, what? that's crazy. I wrote I odd on there out. because I don't think so, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a projection. So like, I don't believe it. Whatever. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna pause right here real quick, and we're gonna pull some beers. Pull some beers. We're gonna pull them. All right, welcome back. Because that was a very long break. <laughs> so we You're have counting the seconds. I know. <laughs> I know they're like, oh yeah. Can't wait to pull some beers. <laughs> pull them out of the refrigerator. That's true. I mean, he did. We did a thing. All right, so this can is interesting. Yeah. I like the can. Mm-hmm. So it's a... Uh, I just noticed that they say they're family-owned and operated. That's pretty cool. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking it was a cassette tape, but it actually looks like a VHS, VHS tape. Yeah. A VH what? S? Ah. Huh? F? <laughs> <laughs> F's in chat, please, <laughs> for not knowing what a VHS tape is. Uh, yeah, so it looks like... I feel like anyone who's old enough to drink should know what a VHS yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, I know. Still, yeah. for now. And in like five years, maybe no. not. But I feel like, because Logan had the, your brother had the VHS when he was little, right? Yeah. We, so he, he, he would know. And he's only like. He's 24, yeah. Yeah. So that's close. I don't right. know. Maybe not anymore. Yeah, I do like a lot of the, uh, sorry, whenever somebody moved this, it moved the microphone out of orientation. Uh, it looks like the, the text is written like on the tape itself. I do like that yeah, aspect, yeah. kind of using that as like a, a backdrop, a ribbon, if you will. And then Someone the needs to get out their pencil. Yeah, in the back. <laughs> Roll it back in. Uh, yeah. And then the very happy series is like kind of eight bitty font or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's just nice colors. Yeah. Um, the it background. Looks like someone did it in paint. Mm-hmm. Old yeah, I like the purple <laughs> color, and then you got the like. Uh, loading screen or whatever the rainbow yeah. color yeah sometimes the standby uh, screen i don't yeah. know what it's called i don't know a warning standby <laughs> i don't yeah. know something this channel is offline yeah i'm not sure what the little whiz implies oh i get it vhs very hoppy series duh that's what it says on the can i didn't get that until you just said it <laughs> I just read it. I didn't think about it either. Because I was looking at it. I was like, oh, what's this on the back? And it's like Little Wiz. And it's like putting the VHS inside the player. And then it says, when it's out, it's out. Because it's a limited batch. And then I was like. That's really funny. I like I it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Every batch the layers. is a small batch. The layers. All the. They're onions. <laughs> or ogres. Ogres. But yeah, no. Very happy series. VHS. Series of very happy beers. Every batch is a small batch. When it's gone, it's gone. So yeah, this is like a limited time deal. That's pretty cool. It is older, I think. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's from July, but mm-hmm. I just bought it last month, so they must right. not sell very quickly. Because I think they just sell them at at the brewery. Or, so they don't actually distribute distribute yeah, those. They don't distribute those. Yeah, I've never seen. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen. I don't think I've seen a lot of their beers out in the stores. Just I mean, the like PDG the, and the Wiesengut. Like the, the main four. The yeah. beer and, and they only sell them in India, I'm pretty sure. Because I asked them one time if they would send them up to Fort Wayne. And they were like, well, we keep our beers cold. And they don't have a truck to, the, right. to deliver, like a cold truck or whatever. Yeah. So they're also brewed and bottled locally, which is cool. Well, canned, I guess. But yeah, 65th Street for your first choice. And then. The caramel tap room, mm. which is good, just as good going there. Yeah, they have hockey on TV, so they're acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> the color of the beer. Uh, well, we all know which one it has to be. It's got to be tails, tails, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty close. <laughs> I, I could go up one, maybe, but what, Star Fox. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's in that area. It's between five and six. I was looking at Scorpion first, but it's much darker than that. Yeah. So I think we, we're just splitting hairs here. It's Tails, Tails, obviously. We're splitting obviously. Tails here. Tail here. Splitting Tails here. I mean, that was pretty so pretty obvious. So Dang. And 45 million opening weekend. It's and- just coming together. We finally hit our stride, y'all. I think this is the first time ever yeah. <laughs> we found a beer that's perfect. Whiz means fast? I don't know. Yeah, he whizzes around because he's Sonic. I mean, yeah. He probably he's probably running too fast when he does whiz. Just <laughs> <laughs> <This> evaporates. <laughs> wow. He's definitely a little. Yeah, he is a little. Sorry, Pale is not here to make those jokes. Somebody has to. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the smell. It smells very hoppy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Citrusy. Um, you could definitely. Unlock yeah. that. I didn't skip the smell part, I promise. <laughs> you did a little sip first. <laughs> so I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to swallow it first. <laughs> <laughs> you named the hops, and I definitely smelled the citra hop in there. Yeah, yeah that one's pretty obvious. I really don't know if I can point out Simcoe. Yeah, I know I've had ones. it a lot. But but you could definitely tell that there's a difference in the bitterness of this one versus something some other things. And could that be the, could that be the Eureka? Yeah, that's not something we've had a lot of, right. so that could be the different flavor we're noticing. Yeah, I was so say it doesn't smell as offensive as I would normally attribute to an IPA, right. since I'm not an IPA person. I'm like, oh, this doesn't actually, I, yeah, this doesn't make me want to think of pine salt. <laughs> it's more on the bitter side than the right. 45 would mm-hmm. imply, but right, it's still got a good citrus flavor that it's not mm-hmm. overbearing or anything. I feel like it just has that bitter taste. It doesn't. It's not bitter. Yeah. It just has that bitter it, taste. It just like, kind of lingers, that bitterness yeah. on the tongue. It really could just be because of the, that hop that they're using, the Eureka one. But you definitely can't taste the Citra, the Simcoe, as well as you can smell it. Right. I yeah. feel like the Eureka is kind of uh, overpowering it. It's taking over. I feel like this would be a good introductory. To like I, a like, hoppier beer. Yeah, like to something that you're, if you're trying to go for like... An APA, you're like, oh yeah, this is kind of like a nice gateway to yeah. that because I feel like, not that this is something that I'd be like, I want a whole keg of, <laughs> yeah, but I could be like, you know, if someone was like, here, drink this, or I'm going to shoot you in the face, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it might wreck your palate <laughs> after a couple of them, right? You won't be able to taste so much anymore. But I mean, for me, as far as like someone who doesn't really like 
pop flavoring mm-hmm. that much. I'm like, oh yeah, that's okay. I can I can handle that. Not offended. Which is probably like the first time ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Untapped, we've got only three hundred and forty five check ins with an average three point six seven. I've not checked this in. I've had it before. I know, I left you one of the cans. I know, and I drank them. <clears throat> that, plus I was there a couple times. <laughs> True. Oh, Saf has checked it in. <laughs> no way. Just recently, too. Yeah. I feel like I can get on board with this. Oh, good. That's I weird, can... but that's awesome. <laughs> Could have give you less than a baby pour, or more than a baby pour. I know. I Do you want some more? Say. No. Right, it's fine. <laughs> I'm good. Don't push your luck there, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it looks like there's still... People are still... Checking it in. 14 hours ago, 21 hours ago, uh, the 24th of January. I mean, there's not a whole lot of commentary, just pictures and, you know, whatnot. A lot of them are in cans, it seems. Mm -hmm. So, in the same vein as us. Just get the can. So, Q's Porch and Patio, someone's own little destination in Carmel, has it. So, that makes sense because they're in Carmel. Martin B. said, really good, like an IPA should taste, hoppy but not too hoppy, nice crispness. I feel like if they could take this same base and turn it, like, to a New England, I'd probably be, like, way more on board. Oh, yeah. Because of, the like, the fruit. I feel like the citrus is already there, so I feel like they could definitely add to this if they wanted to, like, expand this line. I know it's small batch on purpose, and, like, that's the whole idea, but... I feel like you might enjoy the... The the Wizard Tears. That's the IPA, and it's a little bit, yeah, I this, wouldn't say juicier, but... This is a session version of that. Right. Yeah. So you might like it. I don't know. We'll see. What? <laughs> no. My mind is, like, slowly blowing right now. <laughs> You're like, this isn't bad. What? What? Who are you? <laughs> what have you done to my wife? It's all your fault. I know. It's always my fault. Can you just drink beers and stuff? Yep. Um, I'll just go with my score since I already checked it in. I'll keep it the same. I gave it a four out of five. And the only thing that keeps it from being higher than that is the lingering flavor that it leaves in your palate. Just like that little bitterness on the back of your tongue. But overall, I like the initial flavor and the citrus flavors. And this blend of hops is pretty good. Yeah. I was going to say for someone who doesn't like... Pale ales. I gave it a three fifty. Yeah, that's pretty. Because it's something like I feel like again I could drink this. I'm not offended by it. I'm like, it's sensible. I feel like it's not overbearing. It's not too much. It definitely does have that bitter, you know, ending. Mm-hmm. But I kind of expect that from like things like this, where I'm kind of like I expect that hoppy, like obnoxious flavor at the end from anything that ends in a letter P and A. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, okay, that's what i kind of expected so i'm not offended by it so i mean yeah again would drink probably again wouldn't be able to drink like an entire pint by myself i'd probably give you like over half of it but do a little flight right. cup. i could do a taster i could do a couple ounces wouldn't hurt me mm-hmm. wouldn't offend me at all but again this is coming from someone who's not a fan of this yeah. traditionally so it's good you know. it's growing on you mm-hmm. i blame you good <laughs> all right give it a four um it i think it's pretty solid it's like it's just a it's a solid mm-hmm. uh solid beer it's crisp it's hoppy it's clean um has decent flavoring for pretty much hoppy with a little bit of 
like juiciness mm -hmm. to it. Um, and the fact that it's a session, um, still at you know five percent. Yeah, five and a half percent. That's yeah, a lot for a session usually. Mm -hmm. Sessions are usually down to the fours. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a fan. Um, this is something like I could see people like wanting more so in the summertime. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it could be like a seasonal beer instead of just a limited batch to mm -hmm. it like every summer or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if this was our our patented uh, lawn mowing beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. This is add a I little mean, like extra lemon to it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kick it out for every summer to pacify some people who aren't usually like paleo people. Yeah, I feel like sessions make a good lawn mower beer anyways, and then this one is this up there in mm -hmm. deliciousness. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, so Sonic the Hedgehog. All right, so it's a video game series for Sega. Um, back when was the earlier one, like 91? Yeah. So it was uh, developed by Sega, Sonic Team, Dimps, Sims Company. I thought that said Simp for there for a second. <laughs> Simco. Simco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bioware and Sumo Digital. I believe those last few are like the recent things, at least Bioware. Is. Like the digital co or digital versions that they mm -hmm. sell on like the Xbox Store, Arcade, whatever. Yeah. Series debuted in 91 with the video game Sonic the Hedgehog for the Genesis. Most Sonic the Hedgehog games have either been played or been platform games or released for Sega video game consoles and held handheld game consoles uh, dating from the Genesis to the 8th generation of video game uh, consoles 2012 to present. However, some of the original video games were ported into uh, versions on third-party home consoles and developed by several companies. As of March 21, the series has collectively sold 89 million copies worldwide across both platform games and spinoffs. So this is a music episode. Yep. So we're going to talk a little bit about the composers. Or the composer. There's multiple. Well, on the first, here, I'll just read this first one, then we'll play some music. And then, yeah. Because this is basically about Sonic 1 and 2. Sega director Fuji Menagishi had connections to the music industry at the time of the original Sonic was in, develop it, in development and suggested, and suggested his friend Yuzo Kayama write the game score. However, Sonic Team did not think Kayama's music would fit, and so commissioned Masato Nakamura, bassist and songwriter for the J-pop band Dreams Come True, to compose the soundtrack instead. Nakamura returned to compose the Sonic 2 soundtrack. For both games, Nakamura began composing early in development with only concept images for reference. Nakamura treated Sonic as a film and designed the music around the atmosphere that he felt from the images on of the stages. After the original game was released, Nakamura became considerably popular in Japan. As such, his asking price increased. Dreams Come True owns the rights to Nakamura's score, which created problems when the Sonic, Sin Sonic Spinball team used the Sonic theme music without permission. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Drama. All right, so this is the collection of uh, title themes. For pretty much, I want to say, all of the Sonic like or, original game like side-scrolling yeah. ones, uh, I I'm gonna pull up and I'm gonna try to like pinpoint which ones they are. They kind of like it's a medley. 
So they kind of have some overlapping ones and they're like, oh, these are basically the same at this point and, you know, things like that. A little bit of variation. So it kind of creates kind of a, uh, kind of a noise. (laughs) So let's see anything in the comments. Hey guys, I made this video to keep up with blah, 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 blah. Nope. Nothing about which games were used, but it looks like. Uh, Sonic 1, Sonic 1 and Tails, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles, and then a couple other, you know. Yeah, those like are the first four games. Yeah. Here we go. So, Sonic 1. Sonic 2. Nothing's really changed. Same. Sonic Generations. I'm not sure what version that is. Sonic Generations 1, 2, all together. Two in Generations. <laughs> All three. Kind of ends at different spots. Sonic 3. Yeah, they kind of changed the theme song a little bit. Yeah, that's why... That's a different composer now. Yeah, that's true. They didn't have the rights to the Right. The so song. Sonic and Knuckles. This one's calm. Seems like yeah. a different technology. Between the other ones. Yeah, and Sonic 3 and Sonic Knuckles are the same game. Mm-hmm. They just split them up. So it looks like the 3D one. The, yeah. The one for the N64. This one? Sonic 06? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's Dreamcast, probably. I don't think oh. it I don't think it would be 64, obviously. But Right. Here we go. Sonic 4. This is one of the really newer ones. Mm-hmm. Sonic 4, Episode 2, one with Tails. An overlap of the Sonic 4, both of them, both series. It's actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Sonic CD? Oh, yeah. This was on the Sega CD pre-play when that was out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic Mania. It's very cartoony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the like the art and the guy, like Sonic himself, looks more cartoony in this one than like more animated, really. Uh, than Technology the other ones. improved, so they can yeah. give him like more expression. Yeah, definitely. He's like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> like, that finger for 10, 12, 20 years. Yeah. So like in the in the other ones, he's just like. Yeah, but in this one he's like, woo, <laughs> waving the finger. <laughs> he became a woo girl there. Uh, but you could tell, you could totally tell the difference between um, the the shift in composers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sonic one and two, and then the other one, the Generations one. It seems like they they revisited the music for that one. I don't think it's a different composer for sure, but one and two had the same composer. Yeah, um, it's sad that they couldn't use that theme song anymore because I really like the. Original. One and two theme song. Yeah, they they used it though. They brought it back eventually. They right for shelled Smash out the money. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, once you have enough success and yeah. you pay for things like that, you've made <laughs> you made eighty Sonic games. You can go back in right before the rights to the music for sure. Right. Uh, so a, a number ooh that just like shot up and lost my place. All right. So a number of composers contributed to the Sonic the Hedgehog three score. Ranging from Sega sound staff to independent contractors recruited to the game could be released in time. America pop musician Michael Jackson, a Sonic fan, approached Sega and he was hired to write tracks for Sonic 3. However, it is unclear if Jackson's contributions remain in the final game. According to 
uh, Oshima and Hector, like Hector the the Great, the <laughs> Hector of Troy. It might be Hector of Troy, guys. Watch out. Uh, Jackson's involvement was terminated and his music reworked following the first allegations of sexual abuse against him. Well, that's good. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I He had good music. I don't whatever. <laughs> uh, but composers Doug Grigsby, uh, Sirocco Jones, Brad Buxter, or Buxer, uh, said they remained. Buxer, who was a Michael Jackson's musical director, recalled Jackson's... Jackson chose to go uncredited because he was unhappy with how his music sounded on the Genesis. Well, it, oh. it, it's a 16-bit system. You can't have like right. all the instruments you want or whatever. And that the credit music uh, became the basis for Jackson's 1996 Stranger in Moscow. Huh. Interesting. Tangled. Okay, look that up. Oh, I definitely am. <laughs> Tangled web of musical lies. I meant to put it on the dock, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's the first time I read that, so I would have uh, would have had it prepared. It's all good. Yeah, here we go. It's just very slow right now. But I can see like this beginning part being in a video game. Do you have the Sonic 3 in credits to compare it to? Yeah. Oh wow. It starts out like the exact same. Right? <laughs> Just a little bit of extra stuff to it. I mean obviously there's a lot of differences to it, so it's not the exact yeah. copy, but it's got the same but melody. That, yeah, that melody is the exact same. <laughs> huh. Interesting. So I wonder uh, how much credit one could take for that you know melody versus like if you're working on it with a team of people yeah who's to say who, who actually came it. up with those combination of tunes together like you know i put this note next to this note so that means this <laughs> it's is mine, mine now versus i own this combination you know, I, of notes <laughs> well you, you can ask vanilla ice about that it's <laughs> <laughs> not boom boom choo. right that's totally different <laughs> but yeah so that's interesting to kind of see how that is actually like really similar but yeah again if you're working on this with a team like who's to say yeah. who created what you both so, have the right to it i guess yeah i don't know that's why you have issues with bands breaking up and then who owns what mm-hmm. songs it's the same kind yeah. of rabbit hole anyway so to get back to sonic sonic 3 was the first sonic game that jun siyun contributed to and with his band crush 40 he has composed the music for the most sonic games since sonic 3d blast while the Genesis sound tr- Sonic soundtrack were characterized by electropop, Sinew's scores typically feature funk and rock music. Additionally, Tomoya Otani has been the series' sound director since Sonic-, Sonic the Hedgehog in 2006 and was the lead composer for the game Sonic Unleashed, Sonic Colors, Sonic Lost World, Sonic Runners, and Sonic Forces. 
That's a lot of that's a lot of things. I feel like <laughs> there's a lot of different things going on there. I they feel should. like Lost World, like, wait, Jurassic Park? What? <laughs> what came first? Now I feel like there's a conflict here. Uh, <laughs> Richard Jacquez uh, has composed music for a multitude of Sonic games and Trey Lopes, with, who is known for releasing unofficial remixes of Sonic tracks on YouTube, was the lead composer for Sonic Mania and a contributor to Team Sonic Racing. Recent games have featured contributions from notable musicians. For instance, the main theme of the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog was performed by Ali Taba. Oh, what? Taba Tabi? I don't. I'm sorry. I supposedly, that's supposed to be someone I know. I guess I don't know that person. She's probably famous uh, in Japan, I'm guessing. Most yeah. of these people are. And then Maddie Lewis of the band Zebrahead, while Hoobastank lead singer Doug Robb performed the main theme of Sonic Forces. That's what I know. I know who that is. <laughs> Not completely behind on the time, guys. Right. All right. So we have, I mean, I put on this document all the games and like where they came out for, but we obviously don't have the time. If you want to know, go to Wikipedia. There's like however many games on this list. It's right. Like but huge. I mean, so we're going to, I'm going to kind of like skip around and be like, all right. So I played Sonic the Hedgehog uh, in two. 18 of them are in two of platforms. <laughs> I've played one, two, three, and Knuckles. I sure. played. I played Knuckles, and I played the the Sonic Adventure in Sonic CD. Yeah, where's the Dreamcast one? Oh, that's down in the three platforms. Yep. So I played the Sonic Adventure regular in 1999 because <laughs> I had a Dreamcast, um, and I think I had Sonic Adventure two. I don't remember. Um, I was always a fan of Shadow the Hedgehog, but yeah. I, I never actually played it. Like I just enjoy. He's got like a machine gun, and he go, run like walks around shooting people. <laughs> it became like a first person shooter or something. <laughs> the Shadow the Hedgehog game. It's, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's crazy. I saw some clips of it. I'm like, this is a Sonic game. <laughs> he's like, you literally got like a gun, and yeah. he's just shooting people. <laughs> he just he just looks the best. Uh, and apparently, the Sonic the Hedgehog four, the episode one and two that we saw. Is out for the uh, mobile devices too. Oh, cool! Yeah, so it's almost like that Mario game that they released for mm, Mario Run or whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm assuming. But uh, other than that, like I remember Sonic Unleashed for the Wii, but when you know we never played it as a mm-hmm. interesting art and things like that. I had Sonic Spinball, which is not on this list, but it was not a fun game because <laughs> it was just a pinball game where you flick around Sonic. With <laughs> it was uh-huh. so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I <laughs> Those are the sonic sounds. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. So the the breakdown of the music, this is going to be a little bit different than what we normally uh, were able to accomplish, like when we did Donkey Kong or when we did Link, because they a lot of their games... For Reuse like those the games, same music yeah, and stuff. So they had this very similar themes that we could be like, all right, so this is the theme in this one, this is the theme in this one. It was it was hard for me to do, especially in the later versions where they had actual composers mm-hmm. write real songs for these. Uh, but I was able to get kind of similar sounds for the Green Hill Zone or the Emerald Zone, which is the same one, and then uh, Robotnik had his own theme. Uh, and then other than like the theme songs that we just listened to, there isn't really much. Yeah. It seems like one and two share a lot of the same themes, but then after that, the composers keep switching and they do whatever they want with the music. Right. Uh, So we're going to start off with Green Hill Zone or the Emerald Hill Zone, depending on which game you're clicking on. So this one is going to be Sonic 1. 
like this is the first level you enter, so it's like yeah. a very memorable song because every time you restart the game, you're back here. Right, <laughs> it's it's where you start off and you do the the loopy loop. Yeah, this is called some powerful of watching my brothers play video games because I wasn't allowed to play <laughs> memories. I feel a little possessive of a remote control right yeah. now. I'm like, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, we can get you a controller if you want to hold one. That's okay. I don't need it. It's not going to be plugged in anyway. <laughs> right? You still experience the same stuff. <laughs> now it's Dustin. Same problems. <laughs> same problems. <laughs> Only there's no plugs anymore anyway. So it's, it's, all wireless, yeah. it's all wireless. But no, I definitely have uh, some strong memories of that. Like that noise and like watching my brothers on the like, fans play. Like, yeah. Well, that's like not, not plugged, plugged in, in anything, just, and I'm like, yeah! Like, you're controlling tails. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel terrible <laughs> they did that to you. <laughs> I had the same thing. <laughs> I mean... Older brothers are bad. Aw. <laughs> but I was like, you know, five, and they were like 15, so it was yeah. very serious to them that they oh. beat their levels when, you know, 10 and 12 years difference between us, so it's like... By the time I was like aware of what was happening, they were like, "I'm over this." So. <laughs> yeah. Never got to play. So <laughs> no. you're familiar with this. It's very similar. Yeah. But it seems a little bit more like jacked up. But this is the Emerald Hill Zone, no longer the Green Zone. I, think I feel go- like the difference between the two is like the depth of the sound in that one, whereas the other one was very like, you know, single line, like very high mm-hmm. pitched. That one had some more depth to it. Yeah. Yeah, the other one's like And the other one's like, Oh, there might be some danger like some in there somewhere. Man, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's like he learned from his other adventures that uh things happened. Right, exactly. All right, he's got a little deep. Yeah, here's number three. Has that same kind of do 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 at the beginning. That's yeah. the first one. So Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles use this one as well. It seems like it's a uh... yeah deeper than the other one, more somber. It's like Sonic after he's gone through some stuff. It's like <laughs> yeah. I'm still excited to get this stuff done, but I got some scars now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Had to deal with some shit. All right, here is the same theme, but on Smash. I feel like they didn't even do anything with it. They just yeah. pulled it into Smash. So it's not even sounds better. And this is part of Ultimate. It's not like it's. They an usually old... use like orchestras and stuff. This just sounds like the same. Yeah, they they got lazy in Ultimate. <laughs> I feel like it's the exact same as the first one. It's just less tinny like, or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timbre is like slightly. It's not as loud as intense yeah. as the original. Like they're like, okay, let's just take this tone down a few notches and then it'll be. Yeah. Fine. I was waiting for the orchestra. Like yeah, when we listen to Donkey Kong or listen to Luigi, it's and huge. Zelda ones. Yeah, it's definitely huge. Smash, you let me down. I mean. But it sounds exactly like Sonic 1, so I guess we can't be too mad about it. I wonder it. if it's since it's a Sega developer, they had less uh, leeway. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because Nintendo trying to do. Like fuck with other people's music is not yeah. allowed. Like, yeah. no, this is what it is. <laughs> if you're going to use our character, you have to use this. <laughs> right. I mean, I get that. You want to have creative control over your yeah. characters. All right. Uh, Robotnik. Here we go. Sonic the Hedgehog. Robotnik theme. This is number one. 
sounds like a boss battle. Mm-hmm. Here, oh, Jim Carrey's in the room. <laughs> Very skinny Eggman. Yeah. Cuckoo-cachoo. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> blow you over. I mean, it's still enjoyable. Yeah. But it still feels like something's gonna happen. Yeah, it's a lot darker than the green hell zone. It's almost like you're running through, and then all of a sudden you enter the area where he is, and this music starts Mm -hmm. up. It's been a while since I played Sonic, so like the flow, I kind of forget the flow of music and stuff, and how you know how it's supposed to go. Um, Here is uh, number two, same Robotnik theme. But it's completely different, yeah. So this is titled the Dr. Robotnik's theme, Boss Battle, or whatever. It kind of reminds me of King DDD's yeah. theme. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's darker, it seems more fun. Mm-hmm. It's like upbeat at the same time. Definitely like the urgency mm-hmm. of it. Like when you're in a, in a place, you're like, "Oh, that's really with like mm-hmm. this." We got to do something about it. I feel like since Sonic's so fast, all of the songs kind of have a, like mm-hmm. a faster tone or yeah. something. Yeah, but that one seems to slow it down. It a does lot. slow it down, but uh, which is nice. Here we go, number three. I think it's gonna sound like number one. Close to. It does sound like one a yeah, lot. Yeah, just different instrumentation. Well, this one seems more evil. Especially yeah, with the... kind of this kind of sounds like Dracula or something. Organ sound. <laughs> yeah, which is good. You kind of need that adversity when it comes to like your bass bo- boss battles, your bass boodles. Bass boodles. <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that was that was interesting. And then I mean, we could play a lot more of the music as we go along, but I think those are like the the quintessential themes that mm. you have the matchings. Uh, but a little bit later, we do have. I found a website that has their top ten. Uh, sounds or music that people enjoy. Mm, cool. Uh, so we'll pop into that after our next beer, uh, which is coming up right meow. So we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of break to uh, pour this one. Pull them and pour them. <laughs> Pull them and pour them. So this is our beer. This is our evil twin brewing. B is for the blueberry. Blau. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink In Geek Out. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. 
All right, welcome back. Thanks, Keith, for the <laughs> lovely uh, social media read. All right, so about Evil Twin Brewing, we've had them before. Yes. Uh, we've had their No Hero and their Heretic. I remember the Heretic, for yeah. sure. Um, that was for one of our Halloween episodes, or that one of, in the month of October beers that we mm-hmm. had. If it was last year or this year, I forget, but we had them on. Uh, they're mainly in Denmark. They're uh, the brewery that spawned off of uh, McKellar, like when the the twin brother right. was working there, and he started his own brewery. That's why it's called Evil Twin because he's the nice. evil twin. Yeah. I like it. Right. Um, so we've had them. Can yeah, I can't. I really can't. <laughs> uh, are you saying I'm the evil twin? I don't know. Oh, okay. I guess we'll find out. Dun, dun, dun. If you rip never hear from me again. Rip off that beard and there's a goatee underneath. <laughs> <laughs> the Spock goatee. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a little bit on their website. Uh, we have all good intentions to disturb, disorder, and enlighten you with unforgettable beer after beer. Uh, which they have a lot of beer. If you go to their website, there's so many beers, which is amazing. Uh, because we are so much in love with good taste, all the beers from Evil Twin are prepared in 10 of the best breweries around the world. Exclusively handpicked to please you with delicate, funky, funky. extreme, and by all means, rare flavors. Maybe not the easiest way, but certainly the most fun. Uh, so the beer that I went and found, because uh, Sonic is a blue critter, I was thinking, uh, <laughs> what is he? It's a hedgehog. <laughs> but what is a hedgehog? Like They're like... The little... Are they marsupials? Or are they actually mammals? Like I don't know a what rodent? they are. Yeah, they're rodent-ish. They're kind of like porcupine-looking things. Yep. Hold on. I will, I will get you the official... All right. Official. Well, while she's looking that up, this is blue... B as in I can't spell. <laughs> B as in B. B as in B. So this is B is for blueberry or blueberry, depending on where you are. It is a yeah. Hedgehog is a spiny mammal of the subfamily of the yeah okay in the yeah okay family <laughs> of yeah okay. There are seventeen species of hedgehogs in five. Uh, Genreria found throughout parts of Europe, Asia, Africa, and in New Zealand. So none in America. No. Get out of here. We have our own. We do not have our own. That's point. Yeah, Sonic. <laughs> okay. Because we took them from Japan. All right. So this is a sour. This is a goza, and it's fruited, obviously, since it's blueberry. Uh, 4.5% ABV. There's no IBUs on any sites that I saw. Uh, and then just a little bit untapped, there's 5,600 check-ins, uh, 3.75 average, so it's probably going to be good. So let's face it, we all like to put labels on things. It just makes us feel more comfortable. What assumptions have people made about you based on your race, religion, gender, and the way you dress, or even the beer you drink? We did, in fact, label this beer for your convenience. It has a fresh tartness, a twist of salt, and a balanced blueberry fruitiness apparently a complete reflection of your personality we hope you like what this label says about you so i wrote on there go go goza because we're gonna we're gonna play that (laughs) game again (laughs) so the can is very basic it is basic it's just like stripes of different blues essentially it's almost argyle but not quite 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, I have socks that look like this. Yeah, you think you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just very basic. The evil twin logo is the same as usual. Giant letter B and like a very standard aerial gothic style font mm-hmm. is for blueberry. Um, and that tells you what the beer is, obviously. Um, and then it's pretty small label. It doesn't quite cover the can. Yeah, um, and so. then it has that little factoid that Dustin just read for you. Um, and then it says this one was specifically brewed in Dorchester Brewing Company in Boston. So it comes from Boston. Yeah, so it's a it's an evil twin brewing's recipe and labeling, but it's brewed here in the States right. by that Dorchester Brewing Company. Right. Which I'd be interested to check them out and see like what they have to offer. Right. Since apparently they're trusted by Evil Twin, they must be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. Overall, basic, basic can. Yeah, and pretty plain. Nothing special about it. Just blue. I like the blue color, but it's all there. I do actually like cans like that, though, where they just they have a sticker label and they mm-hmm. just smack it on. I feel like, yeah, sometimes you can hide behind your can looking good, but if your yeah. beer doesn't taste good, then it's not worth yeah. it. So, I mean, there is something to be said for, like, you know, Indiana City like comes to mind with their like crazy labels mm-hmm. and their beer is good so it's okay but you know it says something for a brewery or a company that they can slap on basically just a plain thing and it still sells you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah because it's worth it it's good <laughs> it also makes that can a little bit more easy or easier to recycle too yeah just strip the sticker yep. off and you're just throw it in the collection of other cans right where you have something that's a painted or you know, a colored aluminum, then yeah. you got to strip out the color when you do the whole recycling. It's just it's recycling with extra steps. Right. Very environmentally friendly. Yes. Big <laughs> fan. Right. You ready to sniff a Yes. I was trying to find a color, but oh. it's oh, tough. Yeah we, don't, yeah, we don't have a very the, good color uh, This is the color best guide. I came up yeah. with. Blaze the Cat and... Sonic's girlfriend Amy. It's, it's like, like a Amy's cross between the face. two. <laughs> yeah, it's like Amy's like, face. Yeah, Amy's face. Like her blushy cheek color. I was like, "Are you looking up anime porn?" Right now? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I wasn't talking. I was like, oh, "What color is this?" It's got to be a Sonic character. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a very like dark. It's like peachy a pinky. Color. Yeah, it's like a love child between Sonic and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that work. And he's running, so it's blurred. <laughs> yeah, it's, if you want to do like a pop culture reference, it's like that peach emoji color. <laughs> yeah, that worked. <laughs> Got to get those younger kid generations yeah, to listen to our mature <laughs> podcast. <laughs> LOL. So yeah, it smells very salty, salted water. Yep. Yeah, you can smell the sourness of it. Yeah. Mm. You just can't really smell the blueberries, though. I'm not mm. really getting that. I would like to, though. Blueberry doesn't have a huge scent anyway. No, yeah. it's definitely more taste. More of a flavor. Eh, might as well. Let's do it. Uh, not terrible. I can no. actually drink this. It's, it reminds me of those uh, black warheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but this didn't make my face pucker. No, it's oh, not yeah. as not as sour as that, but that's I'm like the flavor of it. definitely got the salt content to mm-hmm. kind of kill the sour. Yeah. It's kind of boring at the end. Kind of. Like it just kind of dies. Yeah. All right. I was, I was like, I think mine's on vibrate. That was me. <clears throat> but no, the flavor of the beer just kind of, or the goza kind of just dies at the end. There's not a lot of blueberry linger. Yeah, they could have used used more blueberries in there. Yeah, I feel like brewing. it could have. Yeah, definitely had some more of that to it. 
to make that kind of like yeah. drawn out. Yeah. This is just a sour salt. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's, sour, yeah. like salty. But is that like I'm not puckering mm. up? It's definitely more like yeah, sour salt content rather than a blueberry. I might actually rate this one. <laughs> it's not horrible. I just wish it had a little bit more flavor. Yeah. So I usually skip over yeah. sours. Yeah, you check know. them in, but not. I don't want to be that guy, you know. Like if you don't like a flavor of beer, don't rate it. <laughs> like it's obvious you didn't like it. I don't like this style, so I give it a zero. I gave it a one point two five because the two or the two five came from them trying. Fuck off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of checking it in, it's got 5,615 check-ins and an average 3.75 on untapped. I feel like that's overstating it. (laughs) I am a Goza person. I love sours. I love my fruit beer. I started off only drinking cider, and I, you know, worked my way into drinking other things. Um, This is kind of a letdown. I don't... It's not bad. It's de- I'm going to drink it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it, but it's not... There's not There just should be more there. to it. There's, it's thin mm-hmm. at the end. It just kind of tastes like salty, watery, you know, not a whole lot sour. But there's not a lot of actual, like, fruit flavor. So I gave it a three to kind of jump the gun on my rating. But, yeah. I mean, for what I normally would do, it's not stellar just from my personal experience with different fruited things and sour things it's just not that exciting not awful not exciting so i have a friend who did check it in other than allison his name is jack from new jersey um he gave it a four a little high a little high i think so uh b is for big blueberry goza not really big i don't know where they came up with that (laughs) dumb Unless you got a big can. <laughs> big can, maybe. Uh, always got love for blueberry beers. But it's not a beer, it's a sour. Uh, mega tart and salty, evil twin, alphabet power. And he said, vouv sidecar. Not sure what that means. But it's French for something. <laughs> All right. And then I don't really see, again, a whole lot of people commenting. A lot of the comments I saw were not in English. Oh, well, because it's a... Yeah, I was confused at first. I was like, oh, yeah. Denmark. So not worth reading the comments, but I would, you know, check them out still. Uh, I'm actually going to actually, actually going to, like, rate this. So that's funny because I just found one that wasn't written in English, but I saw the translation. And the comment is literally, it's going to work, but it's a little bit weak. (laughs) Yeah. And and they still rated it a four. That's, yeah. So I'm like... "Mm -mm." It's drinkable, but I wouldn't give it a four. No. Yeah. It's tart. Sour, salty, basically the, the flavor profiles that I'll put yeah. because it doesn't really have much to it. Uh, speaking of which, I actually gave it a score, which is surprising since I don't normally do that. I gave it a 325. Um, it's drinkable. So I usually give drinkable beers a little bit higher than just a plain old three. Um, like I can drink a beer and be like, eh, but this one I can actually drink it, which is weird for a sour. That's probably why. You get a little bit higher, but uh, usually don't rate sours. Uh, could use a little bit more blueberry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know really what to say. Yeah, it's, I, it's a sour. I gave it a flat three. Um, I think it is 
drinkable. I wish maybe they toned down the salt a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that would help out, and you could taste maybe more of the blueberry. I think the salinity and the acidity are on point for what I expect from a goza. But I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like the blueberry flavor is not there. Yeah. But I don't know if turning down either the salt content or the acidity would actually help with anything. I don't know if it's just more blueberry or do like intense blueberry flavor yeah. or somehow like maybe add another fruit different fruit to it something to like enhance that flavor maybe yeah more so than i mean maybe if i feel like a common thing is to like throw lemon in with it and kind of oh yeah that, that would be boost. good so that would be something that you maybe would be a good option but mm-hmm. obviously they're not gonna like hear my perspective <laughs> <Just> <laughs> or saying, understand you because you're not speaking their language they could translate <laughs> Google That's Translate Google this for. podcast. <laughs> Google. But no. So, I mean, again, not bad. Just me. If you're not a sour person, it's not like an awful first step. Right. Right, right, right. Okay, as I teased before, we have a top ten music list. Uh, somebody, some website, basically, I think it's like Ranker or whatever, but it wasn't Ranker. I uh, just asked like everybody to rank their the songs upvote, downvote, exactly like Ranker. And so these actually have like names. So this was very hard for me to even pick them out because these actually have names for the songs. And so like these could have potentially sounded like those other ones, but they're <laughs> part of actual compositions, which is probably, you know, where it originated, right? Where the dude's like, yeah, treat it like a movie mm-hmm. instead of a video game. So um, I don't remember if these were in the order from one to 10 or from 10 to one, but I have them listed one to 10. So if that's the case, then I'm going to start with the bottom and work my way up to get to number one so we can figure out what the number one best Sonic, Sonic song, song, according to this person, ever. Uh, so the number 10 came from Sonic and the Black Knight, the song titled Night of the Wind. I didn't know Batman was in Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. It's a Wii game. It came out in 2009. Uh, rockin'. Yeah. A lot of Wii games are like that. Vocals. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like Dio. Yeah, it does kind of remind me of that. (laughs) Similar voice, too. Yeah. Wait for him to say holy diver now. <laughs> if I heard this song on the radio, I would not think of a Sonic game. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it's The Dark Knight Rises, I guess. <laughs> the Black Knight. Oh, sorry, The Black Knight Rises in the Wind. Uh, all right, number nine, Sonic Heroes. What I am made of. I feel like that's gonna have vocals too. Probably. <laughs> so it's a final boss battle. That's what it says in the captions. It's for the GameCube game, Sonic Heroes. I think I know what style of music this guy likes. <laughs> right, yeah. It seems like the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same. Yeah, style of 
previous song. Couldn't listen to the song and do a boss battle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a fan mm-hmm. of that one. That seems like something would have come out in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Well, it's GameCube, so... Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, GameCube was early 2000s, wasn't it? Late 90s. Sonic Heroes uh, 2004 is when that game came out. Feels like something that would have been put out by a Skillet before they got like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, number eight, Sonic... Or, sorry, Shadow the Hedgehog. Here we go, Shadow. It's going to be another rocking one. Yep. I am, quote, all of me. So it's probably going to be a love ballad. All of me... (laughs) <laughs> Loves all of you. John Legend style. Yeah, I was right. Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, skillet sounds, Dio vocals. Shadow the Hedgehog came out in 2005. So just a year after Heroes. Year after. Sounds like a scream right there. <laughs> so, so Unholy Confessions, uh, Avenge Sevenfold, that album. Uh, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little bit of that. <laughs> um. Yeah, these songs do not like jump out and say Sonic to me. It's because they're vocal. Yeah, right. All right, and they're no- not like techno-y. Yeah, yeah. Number seven, Sonic Unleashed. So this is a newer one. This is for the Wii. So I guess like two thousand six or something. Two thousand eight. <laughs> newer, yeah. Endless possibilities. The name of the song. Ooh, that's fun. Like a yellow card. Yes, I was about to say. I, like, I heard this on Ocean Avenue. <laughs> oh my god. Where's the violins? <laughs> this might be bowling for soup, actually. Yeah. Trying to read in the comments, see if anyone like mentions who this is. It is Poland for Sue. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, all right. Uh, next, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, 2006 version. Uh, Dreams of an Absolution. This is better yeah more in the style of sonic i would imagine yeah this is a Katy perry song <laughs> teenage dreams <laughs> it's pretty technically yeah build up Apparently this is the theme of Silver the Hedgehog. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah. Team of Silver. Yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know who Silver the Hedgehog is. Owl City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. But you can't really tell because they're not thinking about fucking fireflies. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, number five from the same game called His World. Not Her World. His World. Sonic's World. Sonic's World. So Crush 40 is the name of the band that plays this one. Oh, we mentioned them in the thing. In the description, yeah. Very um, trailer. It reminds me of the Godzilla, Godzilla oh, theme yeah. that... Daddy yeah, kind of like epic trailer. You know the epic trailer music. Yeah. Oh man, switching those songs just sounds terrible. <laughs> All right, so for number four, Sonic Color. So Sonic in color? Color TV Sonic? Uh, Reach for the Stars. I thought all the games were in color. Oh, they are. Oh, this one's a fun song. I remember listening to this one. It's the best one so far. Mm -hmm. Who does this sound like to me? Who is this? But definitely familiar. Oh, uh, Motion City Soundtrack. Yes. I wonder who really did this one, but it's I can't find it. I was it's looking definitely for it. him. Has to be. I think that was the most fun, the, the best one that we listened to. I like that one a lot. Uh, number three, the Sonic Adventure Two: Escape of the City. So it should be a quick-paced one. You gotta escape. Primus? <laughs> nope. Back to Dio's voice. This is definitely not better than the previous song. No, I don't like this one. Yeah. Can't find who it is. Sounds like not a popular band. Like it sounds like someone trying to impersonate a popular. Band. Yeah, someone's trying to be less than Jake. Less than less than Jake. <laughs> Super less than Jake. No, <laughs> no ska band behind them. Just a quick paste. Uh, all right, number two, Sonic Adventure. Uh, the brother one of Sonic Adventure 2. This is on Sonic Adventure, so it's probably going to be lame. Open your heart. This is Crush 40 again. Uh, for the Dreamcast. This is the one I played. So, are you going to start? It looks like it's playing, but no sound. I hear like a little whistling. Oh. Birds or something. Underwater theme? Oh, here we go. Are you ready to rock? 
I can't hear you, San Diego. <laughs> uh, we're in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder, rain, and lightning. There you go. <laughs> Bugs. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> how is this number two on the list? Maybe I put him backwards. I don't know. But how is that? Number how? 10 wasn't very good either. <laughs> no, but number four was the best one. I mean, it wasn't a very scientific radio. I just found it randomly on the internet. So. Yeah. That's what it says. Top 10 from some site. <laughs> Don't hate. Some site rated them. You yeah. can do it yourself. I'm going to do my own top 10. There you go. We'll do a part then two. Yeah, we'll do a part two. Yeah, you're right. There we go. Live and learn. Sonic Adventure 2. Also Crush 40. Oh. This person must like Crush 40. Oh, I love them so much. <laughs> but I mean, it's hard because Crush 40 did the majority of the music. Yeah. And the newer versions again. So it kind of sounds like the original guy from the 10th one, all yeah. the way up here, and he's been playing music straight since, and so his voice is tired. I'm <laughs> 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 the toilet. Sonic Venture 2 came out in Yeah, it definitely sounds like Avenged Sevenfold. Yes. His voice does. Like, if you listen to, like, that City Fallen uh, Bat song, <laughs> it sounds like him. A little is better than not. Like that right there. Live and learn! vocal cords to the point where he's almost yelling instead yeah. of singing doesn't mean it's as good as oh, my boy. I didn't say that it was as good. I just said it kind of sounds like it. Okay. Because... Well, I find that slightly offensive. It's fine. Alright. Be slightly offended. <laughs> Not gonna stop me from thinking that. I know. Uh, so that was the, the lame top ten. There's only one good song <laughs> in there. <laughs> I didn't mind the Bowling Flesh Soup song, but that's because I liked them at one point. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. them. But kind of they're like that band that you just forget existed. Yeah. I um, he he voices Chuck E. Cheese now. Yep. <laughs> I've seen him on the commercials. Can attest. <laughs> nice. And so then there's one last song on here. This is the bonus track that you threw on here, right? Yeah, this is the theme song for the Sonic Underground cartoon. Oh. And uh, Sonic was voiced by Jaleel White on that show. Oh. So cool. the coolest video game character was voiced by the nerdiest uh, Steve Urkel. Let's see how it goes. The nerdiest of Urkels. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics, it's wild. First, Sonic's part of triplets now. And now they're. (laughs) And they're looking for their mother. So the copied a little bit of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles there. Ooh, food, pizza. <laughs> I think Sonic's into chili dogs, actually. Hmm. I long for my children. 
children. But I have to wait. To act too soon could seal their fate. They made a bow, their mother. They add so much lore and background to this character who's just known for being fast. <laughs> right. That was quite a bit of thank you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I had Their to abandon mother aban- is like abandoning them. Yeah. <laughs> she has to abandon them, otherwise something terrible is gonna happen. Jeez. So much plot in this little one minute theme song. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of content. I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> I kinda wanna watch the show now. But I feel like it'd be terrible. <laughs> like oh, yeah. it's old, like cartoony, like jittered <laughs> style. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. But that was better than any of those top ten songs. Oh yeah, it was absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't know the yeah, that the one the color color was one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, so this kind of went against the grain. Um, he's still a, a Smash character, and so it still follows in line <laughs> with our Smash style. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely a difference between like a Nintendo game mm-hmm. and, and yeah, like this, they don't reuse a lot game. of the same tunes and. Apparently, they get into rock and roll <laughs> yeah. lyrics. Whatever it takes. I mean, I think that's probably part of that creative content, like we were talking about, like where you don't have control over the character because mm-hmm. it's not your character. You don't own the rights to it. You're just essentially borrowing it. Mm-hmm. So it's probably part of that issue. For sure. Um, but looking forward to the next music episode so we can just watch this one away. <laughs> Imagine a Mario game that just all of a sudden had like Dio type songs <laughs> with <laughs> lyrics and rock and roll. Oh my God. It would be the best! <laughs> Apparently, you know, like, ah, oh, we're gonna poop all over Sonic. <laughs> but no, I mean, as the, if we take a look at specifically the the music we listened to before, so the Green Hill and the Robotnik yeah. and the I think the, the Genesis songs are really great those, yeah those are fantastic mm-hmm. uh soundtracks yeah so when we do make our top 10 and we do like an appended like thing i think we should um just stick to genesis mm-hmm. and dreamcast and that era like <laughs> yeah. 99 and below probably just stick to the sonic one two three and then those four. are also it's weird because those are the best games the games kind of go off the rails with these Right, yeah. I mean, they're almost pulling like Luigi style like games before Luigi Mansion yeah. came out. So like Luigi's pinball or <laughs> Luigi's arcade or you know whatever. They can't all be winners. No, but the character is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, Once he got into 3D, those games weren't as fun though. It's better as a side-scrolling yeah thing, and the 3D ones never worked. Right. So I think the I think Sonic did introduce like three of the best characters. Um, Sonic Tails and Knuckles. Yeah, those are my f- my favorite three. I don't care about Amy. The, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have an entire universe, which is just awesome that you're able to do something like that. Fats the cat and stuff like that. Yeah, and so you're able to do stuff like that specifically, but you can't like Mario. You can't like you can expand your universe and you can bring in new characters, but it's not going to be like similar to Mario and Luigi. They're mm. their own standalone, like specific plumbers out there. Whereas Sonic, Sonic's a hedgehog, and he has all these little critter friends yeah, that are bats and cats and yeah. rabbits and foxes, so many critter friends. Mm-hmm. So that'd be that's a definite definite plus. Um, are you going to check out the movie? Um, I'll I'm not going to go see it, but I'll I'll see it eventually. Yeah, I'll watch it as well, but definitely not going to go. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars for to go see it. No. It looks dumb, but I do. I am interested. 
Yeah. The thing is, I want them to get their money. Like, yeah. The, you know, the community outrage that forced them to work longer hours to quote unquote correct this issue. <laughs> I feel like they're, they just either that they made a mistake and they wanted to fix it or they're just trolling the shit out of us <laughs> by throwing together that image yeah. and kind of spun up some controversy. It's the first movie I can think of that got backlash and then just redid the whole thing. It's like mm-hmm. they didn't recast Ben Affleck with all the Batflick stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I can't think of another movie that just is like, okay, you're right. We did a bad job. Let's correct our mm-hmm. mistake. Right. Before this even comes out. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah, but together. the difference is Batman is an established franchise and you've already had a number of Batman, yeah. so switching wasn't a problem. This is Sonic's first attempt mm-hmm. at a feature length movie. Yeah. So I can't wait for the rest of the Smash characters to get their feature film so we can have one giant Smash uh, smash up. Apparently there's going to be a Mario CGI movie made by the Minions people. Oh. oh that'd they, be interesting. They've been working on that for a while. I would check that one out. I wonder, can we have like a backstory? Can we get Mario the plumber, please? <laughs> I mean, we do have that movie that really poorly made. With John Leguizamo as Luigi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Like some smelly old, like overweight man is Mario. <laughs> the, it's the guy from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Looks like he smokes like 600 <laughs> packs a day. I mean, if Mario was real, I'm guessing that's what he'd look like. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's kind of a chubby little jumpy guy, but. Right. <laughs> uh, whatever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but, all right. Well, that was, that was good. That was good. Uh, so make sure you just take the, if you're a big Sonic fan, um, Take this with a, you know, the music is a grain of salt. This episode is a grain of salt. <laughs> if you're going to go see the movie, just let us know how, what you think of it. Cause we're going to wait. I'm going to wait till it's available for my Plex server. So Redbox. Yeah. So. When, uh, like when the DVD comes out, we'll try to do our top 10. Right. Yeah. Redo this episode with just like our top 10 songs and yeah, it'd be a, a better episode. But it's interesting how we did this to where we could get a wide swath of different songs yeah especially since there's so many mm-hmm. games you know right. it's like, it like one of the first times that we try to go through all the games and try to include mm-hmm. all of them whereas with the mario one and the donkey kong one we just kind of stuck to the like a the system set. or something mm-hmm. so all right well i think uh i think we're, we're good done. to go yeah let's yeah. go get some beer awesome I appreciate that. I like beer. All right. So for us at our middle of the road studio, it's a different name it's every time. Warm. The lukewarm. <laughs> the lukewarm studio. Uh, drink up. And geek out.